Hello and welcome to the teaching podcast of Coastal Community Church, where our mission is to be love in Jesus Christ to the lost and found in our community. For more information about what Coastal is all about, visit SebastianChurch.com. Now please prepare your hearts to receive whatever God may have for you in today's sermon. We just built up the service and it almost took a plunge. But uh, thank you guys for your worshiping. I'm, I'm, I, am, uh, I am Seth, I'm one of the pastors here, and I just love, I love hearing the band, but I love it when you guys overpower the band, and I love hearing your voices worshiping God. And uh, I'm glad that you came here today, and I don't know um, who dragged you here, but I wanna tell you, no matter how you got here or what you've been through to get here, God has a purpose for you today. And so every single one of you, nobody's here by accident. Nobody's just here to see the baptism. God, nobody's here just for the food afterwards. Hallelujah, Jesus, amen. But you have a purpose. And so we're about to hear, we're about to discover what that purpose is as we get started. Lord, thank you for this opportunity uh, to, to worship you. Thank you for what you're doing in our church. More importantly, what you're doing in the lives of our church family, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, today is Vision Sunday, so it's gonna gonna hit a little different than we usually uh, do on a Sunday morning, so it's just a little different, but I'm still gonna talk, I'm gonna preach from from the Bible, um, but it's gonna just be a little different, and the best part is um, we're baptizing some people who decided to follow Jesus uh, right after the service, yeah, so. That's the best part, it's better than the food. Um, So uh, if you're here today and you're like, man, I should have signed up for baptism, or you just looked at that thing and the Lord's saying, today's your day. I want you to come forward when when we're doing the baptism, I want you to just show up right there. Okay, you don't have to have change of clothes, we already have that handled. We have have a a t-shirt, you'll match us. Um, We got sweatpants. Um, We have towels, we got you covered, okay? Um, What's most important today is that we celebrate what God is doing in your life. And we celebrate you deciding, I'm gonna follow Jesus, I'm not just gonna follow Jesus, I'm going to make a decision publicly so that everybody can see I'm taking action for my faith, all right? So if that's you, don't, don't go to the potluck you know, before getting soaked, let's, let's do this thing, okay? Let's get baptized. So if you're here and you wanna get baptized, just come forward when we, when we start doing the baptism. Someone will meet you up here and talk to you. Um, Garrett will be up, Miss Shelley, can you be the one? Miss Shelley's gonna be up right over here um, and available to talk to about baptism, all right? Well, this is your church, everybody. But I'm just visiting. Well, we want it to be your church, okay? No pressure. But oftentimes that, that term, this is my church, okay? Go ahead and say that, this is my church. Okay, the problem is sometimes that comes with ownership that, that leads to people not feeling welcome or feeling left out. And when you say this is my church, you better not also be saying, this is my seat. You know, we're a little full this morning and we had to sit, we had to, we had to actually add some chairs. So there may be somebody in your chair today, okay? And to that we say, hallelujah because we, we want people to take your seat. And then when you move to another seat, we want them to take that one too and we just keep adding. When we fill both of these services, we'll add another one. Production team says, oh my goodness. Okay, so but 
look, this is your church. But it cannot be this is my seat, this is my area of ministry, this is my preferences. This has to be your church, and as a result, the people that come in feel loved and welcomed because this is your church. You take ownership of how people feel when they come in here. Because the truth is, uh, I can only do so much from up here. I can tell people that Jesus loves them, and I can tell them great stories and embarrassing stories about my children that make, that make the sermon hard to fall asleep in. And then you guys, if, but if we blow it and we don't like move over to give somebody a seat, or we don't lovingly welcome every person here, then the fact that we have be love on our t-shirts doesn't matter at all because we don't have be love in our actions. So I'm inviting everybody to make your mark on this church. Um, we have this painting and it hasn't, it, this is, we started this at our Coastal Leadership Conference <clears throat> a few weeks ago. And um, I'm inviting you guys to put your mark on this. You didn't have to show up at Coastal Leadership Conference for you to be uh, a, a intricate part of this mosaic, this artwork that we call the church. <clears throat> This is your church, and this looks a little bit like a kindergarten drawing. I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, I drew the, I painted the church part, um, so that's why it looks like it does. Um, but you wanna know what's beautiful to me? All the fingerprints, all of your fingerprints. Now, you may have not yet put your fingerprints on here. It's gonna be out in the foyer before we end. You have plenty of time. Man, put as many marks on it as possible, okay? We welcome you. So, um, this is your church. This is your church, it's not your seat, it's not your place of service, it's not just your place of service, it's not your closed group of friends that won't welcome any others, this is your church. And so if this is your church, then we get to make it what we want it to be. And uh, this is your church, and, and God says the church is loving. And so when we say this is your church, you make it loving. And when this is your church, everybody is loved. Everybody. They don't have to think like us, behave like us. They don't have to, they don't have to uh, do things that we want them to do and not do things we don't want them to do in order for them to be loved. Because Jesus loved everybody and John 3, 17, let's remind all the religious people that have forgotten this, John 3, 17 says, he, Jesus didn't come to condemn the world, but to bring life through him. That is the message that this church stands on. So everybody is loved, 1 John 3, 18. Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let's show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth. So we will be confident when we stand before God. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings and knows everything. I'm gonna focus on that last statement because I can't leave that sit without hitting that first. God knows your feelings. That's a scary thought. My feelings aren't like this. I, some of you are like really even keel. I'm a... I drink espresso, and uh, sometimes my feelings are like that, you know, woo, and then, you know, I mean, like, your feelings can't be trusted, and, and you may not feel forgiven, you may not feel loved, but God says it's, it's not about your feelings. He knows your feelings, but it's not about your feelings. You are loved, you are forgiven. So you are loved in our church. 
So um, this is not an easy assignment because we've been called to love people and loving people is, is difficult. There are some people who are hard to love. There's some people that are easy to love, you know, like me. My wife will tell you, I'm easy to love. And she'll be like, yeah, 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 I'll talk to you later about it. And then she'll tell you how easy I am, I assume, you know, tell you how easy I am to love. There's, there's um, not all of us are easy to love. And none of us are easy to love all the time. But we don't get a waiver for the people that are difficult to love. Lord, can you just sign this waiver? I mean, you love all people and I'm supposed to love everybody, but have you seen this? Okay, I, I can't even, okay? And, and that's when we love with God's love. When we've run out of our love, we love with God's love. And we have this saying here at Coastal that's just starting out and we're gonna make it. I don't know if we're gonna do a t-shirt, but we, we, we believe in loving everybody, even the difficult to love people. And we call that loving the hell out of people, okay? We, we love the hell out of people because there's plenty of hell in the people that we love. And they're not gonna get into heaven by us hating the hell out of people or beating the hell out of people, right? Churches have tried that, beating the hell out of people, but we're going to love the hell out of people. Some of you just, you're like, you just woke up. You just, <laughs> pastor's cussing, I'm listening. All right, it, it's not cussing. It's not cussing because hell is in the Bible. And by the way, hell is a real place. And so if we're gonna love the hell out of people, we're gonna love the trauma out of people. We're gonna love the divorce out of people. We're gonna love the fatherlessness out of people. We're gonna love the, the, the abuse, uh, the, the abuse uh, trauma. We're gonna love, man, you just fill in the blank with your dysfunction. We're gonna love the addiction out of people. We're gonna love the judge, the condemnation out of people. We're gonna love the hell out of people. And by the way, if you're here and you decided to follow Jesus, we loved the hell out of you successfully, okay? We did it, good job, we did it. But if hell is a real place, heaven is also a real place. Hell is a real place, heaven is a real place. If you believe that, then when we love the hell out of people, they're delivered from that hell, a little bit here on earth, but more, fully for eternity. So if we believe that hell is real and heaven is real, but we're not gonna get up off our butts and move into the center of the row, somebody please. Like we need to be willing to love people enough to make adjustments in our lives. We need to be willing to love people where they're at. It's not an easy assignment. loving the hell out of people. Um, actually, that is how we decide what we do here. Um, I wanna just apologize up front. You may have not known this, but this church is not all about you. I know, sorry. Uh, some of you are gonna go find another church, you know. <laughs> is this church about me? I hope not. Um, and then I just want you to say, I want you to hear me, this church is not all about me, okay? 
not all about our leaders. It's not all about our music. It's not all about our kids' program. It's not about our youth program. This church is not about us. Now, we can, we can, this is my church, okay? Like, this is where I worship. This is where I cry during worship. This is where God meets me, okay, in a, in a community. But it's not about me. In fact, um, if you're here, we love the hell out of you and you decided to follow Jesus and we were successful and now it's time for us to teach you how to love the hell out of people and invite others to be a part. It's time for it not to be about us anymore. So actually, what we do is about people who've not yet decided to follow Jesus. A huge part. And then that other part is about us teaching others to go and love people that are far from God. So don't merely say you love people, the Bible says. Don't merely, don't wear the Be Love t-shirt and slap the bumper sticker on your car and run around flipping people the bird and being impatient with that elderly person that left their turn signal on for eight miles. No, don't just, don't. Love in action, not just in t-shirt or bumper sticker. Okay? All right, people can be hard to love, but this is your church, so love the hell out of people. And we'll be doing what God wants us to do here at the church when we do that. All right, Romans, we're gonna move on. Some of you are like, please, I can't handle that anymore. Okay, there's more. I'm gonna say other stuff that'll tick you off in a minute here. Um, this is your church. Um, everybody is invited to paint. And by that, what I mean is, um, when we love the hell out of people, I know I said I moved on, but I had to, I have to review. When we love the hell out of people, what we're doing is inviting them to be a part of this beautiful mosaic that God created called the church. What's neat is that uh, some of you came to Coastal Leadership Conference and you were some of the first people to put your fingerprints on this board. Hallelujah, praise Jesus. Thank you for being the pioneers of this painting. But now some of you are noticing that people have put fingerprints over your fingerprints. People have put their mark over yours. And now you kind of have to squint a little and turn a little to see your unique fingerprint on this painting. And I think that's beautiful. Because y'all need to get this a little, you need to hit this harder, okay? This is, there's not enough here. Some of you guys came in late. I already removed it. You need to get back there and put your fingerprints on here. Um, we're not gonna run any background check or anything. We just... <laughs> But when, we, when our fingerprints start meshing together and you can't tell one from the other, we have finally become what God wants for the church. When it's not about me, it's about us. That is the church. This is your church. This, this little thing, this is not your church. This is your church, amen? So I wanna do something here. Um, I, I gotta get ready for the next point. Romans 15, seven, it says, therefore welcome one another just as Christ also welcomed you to the glory of God. I wanna talk to each of you because I think some of you think that greeting is just a ministry for the people that stand at the doors, but this is your church. And so you're all greeters. So when someone comes up and sits next to you and you just keep your eyes forward, keep your eyes forward, keep your eyes forward, don't look, don't look. Maybe they won't talk, right? Right? Everybody here has a job. Everybody here gets to be love. We, you know, um, when I was on sabbatical, we had one of the most uh, uh, 
there were awkward moments when we're looking for a chair for our large family and nobody wants to move. And I didn't feel very well invited to become a part. Each of us are greeters. We must welcome one another just as Christ also welcomed you to the glory of God. The non-believers here are just as welcome as you, holy people. They're, in fact, they're why we're here. Invite them, keep inviting them. Thank you for inviting them. This is where their story gets to change. Luke chapter 15, one says, tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. I love that, notorious sinners. These are people who are curious and who are far from God. And that's who wanted to hang out with Jesus. Some of you thought the painting was over after the Coastal Leadership Conference. And there may be a time, like after the service, we will stop painting on this, but the painting is never over. It's never done. And, and there are fingerprints not on here that, you know, we've been around for 18 years now as a church. There's fingerprints on here of people who've moved out of the state. There's people who were worshiping for the first time in our living room back in 2006, um, back when uh, you know, someone would ask me, when are we ever gonna have a building? And I'm like, I have no idea. Um, doesn't look like ever, okay? And then there, there's just some fingerprints that are missing from here. But every fingerprint that has been put into this church has impacted it in some way. Has, we are not the people that we were back then because of each person's contributions. So thank you for inviting your friends to become a part of this beautiful painting, this abstract mosaic of God's handiwork, different colors, different styles, different personalities, different giftings. Y'all are different. And I mean that in a good and loving way because we make beautiful art together, amen? All right, this is your church, but it's also a welcoming family. Uh, there was people in the back there we, as we were setting up another row. They're like, give me my seat. I'm like, no, you can keep your seat. We have more chairs. You know, we can just keep setting up more chairs. But that's the spirit, church. Good job. Be willing to give up your chair. Be willing to give up even more so that others can paint. All right, number three. Everybody comes together to change the world. When we paint this beautiful picture, isn't it nice? We should just invite everybody in to come look at this artwork. But this isn't the point. This cannot be the end of what the church is. That people come in and they see this beautiful artwork and isn't it neat how all God's people work together to make church happen and you know, by the way, the girls killed it on, I'm calling them girls, the women killed it on that last song, like how they were all blending together, like just God just gifted each of them uniquely and they're all bringing their unique, their unique vocals to that and, and they just kind of fit together perfectly. Like that's what this is about. But this is not what the church is about. The church has a bigger mission. And so the point is that once you've put your mark on the church, uh, our job is not done. Of course, we can continue to invite the world inside to experience God's love and tapestry of the church. But our mission is bigger. And some of you are gonna see that I really do color like a kindergartner or paint like a kindergartner. This is supposed to be the globe, people. Use your imaginations, okay? Okay? You see, 
where the church really begins to accomplish what God called us to do is when the fingerprints, when our unique fingerprints get outside the church and we take the church to the world. Because it isn't just about the people in this room. It's not even about making the people in this room you know, more numerous. It's about the people in this room going out and bringing the love of Jesus to everyone we meet. Everybody comes together, we change the world. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Hey, that's baptism. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. This is what it's all about. Second Corinthians 5.20 20 and 21. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never, in, who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Man, there's a lot there. You're ambassadors of Christ and you are God's mouthpiece to speak God's peace into the lives of people you come in contact with outside the church. And it says, we speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. That's our mission, to go and find the people who are far from God and say, Jesus loves you and he loves you in spite of anything you've done. He loves you, he loves sinners like me, he loves sinners like you. He loves, my wor- he loves me in spite of my worst sins. He loves you in spite of your worst sins. But our world is changing because we decided we're coming together. Each of us are coming together and we are going to impact the world. Now what's really neat is that a lot of what we're talking about today, y'all are already doing. Why am I talking about it then? because they don't want you to stop. When, when we send out those text messages, I love texting with people who just visited the day before or the day of and, and saying, you know, welcome to Coastal. Uh, thank you for being a part. And, you know, what, what did you think? Do you know what almost every text reply says? I felt loved and I felt welcomed. And you know what it says after that? We'll be back next week. That's, this is your church. You know what they didn't say? Pastor Seth, that was the best sermon I ever heard. I keep, keep waiting, keep waiting. Now don't you all text me that, okay? Doesn't count now, doesn't count. But you know, they didn't say that. You know what they loved most? You. Because this is your church. And when this is your church, everybody is loved everybody is invited to paint and together we change the world. So that is happening right here. Let's talk about it. So this is where we shift a little into vision. We're gonna talk about what God's done recently and what God's calling us to do in the near future. And um, so uh, God's doing something big here at Coastal and I'm just, 
I'm gonna be real with you. He's not done anything this big in my 22 years of ministry that I'm aware of. And, and I'm not just saying that because you just have to up the ante every vision service and you got it, this is what I'm supposed to say. I'm just gonna, like, um, when I got back from sabbatical in July until now, um, 15 people have decided to follow Jesus. All right, that's worth clapping about. Um, I've never seen that many people in our little church decide to follow Jesus in that short of time. But when I was on sabbatical, I felt the Lord directing me to be more, me, to be more direct about saying, hey, if you're far from God and you wanna decide to follow Jesus, I wanna create an opportunity for you. Mark it on the card, decide at your seat, come forward, whatever. Send me an email later telling me you decided to follow Jesus. And, and people responded. I, it almost makes me wonder, like, how long was I too busy or too cloudy to, to, to hear God's voice saying to do that? And yet now, we've, we were obedient, and then people came forward, or they marked cards, or they sent me an email, and we're baptizing them today. And some of those people that we're baptizing, man, they're already like, sign me up. Where do I start to serve? I'm gonna be here for the work day. I'm coming to help, etc. Like, this is God's hand at work. And so I'm, I'm just telling you, like, God's doing something big here, and you get to be a part of it. It's not Seth, it's the church. Um, it's God actually moving in his church. We, we, uh, we've had 21 baptisms this year before we put anybody in the water today, 21. And last year we had 15, just so we're, and we're not done with this year. And we have, I don't know how many lined up today. The, the numbers are, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, you know, and that doesn't count you. If you're like, okay, today's my day, like we didn't count you yet. But we're ready because we're ready to invite you to paint. We're ready for you to be loved. We're ready for you to get in, uh, get in on this transforming the world business that God has called us to. So, and I can't tell you all the details about everything that God's doing here, but I'm just gonna say like in our Coastal Students Program, we have children of parents who are far from God. I mean, like, I'm not just saying they don't attend church. These are, these are people who, they have some adversarial beliefs about the church. Their kids are deciding to follow Jesus and they're bringing Jesus home to their parents. Right, like, okay, yeah. They've decided that, uh, they've decided that they're gonna follow Jesus in spite of any challenges. And uh, their, their parents aren't ready yet to, to let them get baptized. So sometimes, um, like when we talk about baptism, some, some of you are like, the water might be cold or, uh, you know, I'm gonna be up in front of people, but nobody's telling you you can't. And so like, if this is you today, like for the sake of those who can't, Make a decision, I'm gonna do whatever God calls me to do. If Jesus says, I'm gonna get baptized today, don't sit at your seat. Come forward and get ready to get baptized. If Jesus says, say hello to the person next to you, even if you're an introvert, you can, you can just say, hey, you know, anybody, hey, you know, anybody can do that. Whatever Jesus is calling you to, you, you can do it. You know, God's doing big things. And, and as a result of all these new believers, we're having to redevelop 
our systems. Like we didn't really have a system to disciple or teach people how to follow Jesus, you know, when they decide in numbers like these. And so we're redeveloping our systems. We're creating life groups that are designed to help people grow um, from, very, uh, from very little faith to, to great faith. And so some of those, I wanna point out Kayla's Bible study on Wednesday nights. Um, you need to go to sebastianchurch.com slash life groups and sign up for Dr. Kayla's Bible study on theology. Like this is gonna get you, you're gonna go from zero to, to, to Bible theologian in just a few weeks, okay? And it's not all about learning, it's about just, just understanding what God's doing in your life. We're gonna be continuing to revamp our discipleship, discipleship strategy. We give everybody a book who decides to follow Jesus but we're gonna change that just a little bit. We're gonna begin recording some short videos, two to four minutes. And these videos are gonna be designed for our fast paced world. Like probably I'm not gonna get somebody to sit down for seven weeks and go through a book, but they'll listen to a two to four minute video about what it means to follow Jesus, about what it means to get baptized, about what it means to be a part of the church. And so we're gonna be working on those videos to help people learn and grow in their faith so that when they come forward or when they decide, hey, I'm gonna follow Jesus, they know the next step. And we're always here available, but we wanna be there in every way possible to help people grow. Shelly, I'm gonna invite you forward as we, uh, she's gonna stand right over here. If, you're, if, if today's the day, let's get a head start on this. You can get into your sweats. We have lots of people getting baptized today. There's plenty of time for you. Okay, so come see Shelly. If somebody's standing up in your row, you're all seated right now. So if somebody stands up, that's a signal. They're, they're getting up to get baptized. Y'all make room, okay? If they need you to walk up with them, walk up with them, okay? Because this is your church. So um, the worship center's filling up. We talked about that. Um, and we, we, have, we invite you to continue to make room for people in your rows. Um, our giving continues to improve. We talked about a $26,000 deficit just a few weeks ago. And God blew our minds when that deficit got wiped out. And uh, look, we still have progress to make. Um, our monthly is not quite up there yet. I think we were about 1,200 short for the month of, of August, but it's a lot better than the 7,000 that we were short in July. God's moving. And about 50% of our average attendance, this is a, this is a big deal. 50% of our average attendance is involved in serving somewhere on campus. They're, they're serving in Coastal Kids. They're serving in, uh, in production. They're serving in greeting. Like that's unheard of, a percentage that high. The buildings are in process of painting. New signage is coming, because I hate to see guests like wander around. Where do I go? You know, it's, it's like embarrassing. So we're, we're, we're just, we're getting ready for that. So I want to, I wanna throw some things out there that are a little farther, and I always hesitate to do this. And I'm just gonna be honest with you, I'm insecure. Um, some of you might be too, um, I'm insecure. And, uh, but I don't want my insecurities to, to get in the way of my faith. And I don't want my insecurities to get in the way of leading this church to believe bigger than, than, than my small-mindedness. But God's called us to some big things, and I'm just gonna throw some of those out there. And, uh, it's in God's hands as to whether they come to fruition. My hesitation is always, well, it might not come to fruition and then they're gonna be like Pastor Seth said, and then he didn't. Um, we're just gonna put this in God's hands. Um, but 
we began to see God kind of moving with some relationships with the jail. Um, we have a regular uh, revolving. Um, we have people who go to jail from our church. I don't know any other way to say it, okay? Real people. You wanna know what happens, what's really cool? When people from our church go to jail, they become missionaries. And so there's this jail mail thing that they can use and they can type and say, hey, Pastor Seth, how are you doing? And I, you know, I need your help or I need your prayer. And we message back and forth. And uh, one of the inmates uh, that, that attends here said, um, can you send me last week's sermon? And so I just started doing that. He started a Bible study in his cell and started teaching from the sermon and having discussion and Bible study from the sermon. And he said, you know, we get these tablets. I wonder if we could have streaming services like in jail. And so I began talking to the chaplain. Okay, we're not there yet, just telling you. We do have somebody here who's involved in the technical aspects of the Indian River County Sheriff's Office, and I won't point him out, but God can do anything. Currently, their, their system, I'm told, is limited and not yet ready for that sort of thing. Um, but what I, here's what I said, and this is where it has to be God. I said, well, do you need us to buy something? Do you need money to, to purchase new iPads or new whatever? Can we fund this so that, you know, of course they have church service at, at the jail, but like that may not be when that inmate needs a word from the Lord. So my vision would be that every inmate has access to on-demand streaming services from Coastal where they can, they can hear this message that we're gonna love the hell out of them, okay? where they can hear this message that no matter where they're at in life, God loves them. And uh, some of you are like, well, maybe the, uh, yikes, the jail inmates might start showing up here. They're already here, okay? Okay, <laughs> we're just embracing them, okay? Okay, we are cautious in every area where, where security is an issue, but where it isn't, and we're gonna love the hell out of people, no matter where they've come from. So, Right now though, I can tell you that um, the jail chaplain says that he started rotating our church services. During their church service, they just stream one of our church services. They go back and they find, I guess they look for the good one. Um, <laughs> they go back and find one that they think would be a good, a good match and then they play that for their church service in the jail. Okay, so God's already beginning these types of things. Um, the, the next thing, I wanna talk about, again, these are things that I'm just throwing out there. I believe these things are, are possible through God. Um, we are in the works right now of bringing uh, a Christian counselor on campus um, that would be, uh, uh, they would operate from here, but we would have discounted opportunities for, for Christian counseling right here on our campus. We would use our facilities to, to impact people who attend here and don't attend here. And that's just something I believe uh, that God's called us to ever since we came here. Use this place to help people inside and outside of Coastal. That's something that I believe is very possibly coming very soon. Stay tuned. And then lastly, this is going to happen. This is pretty cool, we need your help. You may have come in and you saw that the church had Halloween decorations ah, up in here, in the church. And uh, you know what? God, his whole story is about redeeming the things of the world, using them to bring people to Jesus. 
And so you notice we don't have any demons, ghosts, or goblins, or witches back there. Okay, like we did keep, you know, but like there's a few jack-o'-lanterns and other stuff. But this is about, this is about reaching our community. And so these are our baptism, these are people that are gonna get baptized. If like you wanna join this, now's the time. Get up out of your seat, go right over here. You're running out of time, come right over here. Don't wait. If God's saying today's the day, come forward. We, uh, we have people who are gonna talk with you and pray with you. Shelly's here to talk with you about baptism and make sure that you, you know what you're signing up for. Guys, I want you to paint with us. I want you to be a part of this. Don't be afraid. Some of you, you're like, I don't wanna get out here and then I'm gonna wear sweatpants. Guys, we love you. We love you. Even if you wear sweatpants, we love you. Wear sweatpants to church, it's okay. Some of you may have already done that, and that's okay right now. Lord, I just pray that you would bring boldness to the people who need to stand up and walk forward for this baptism. I hear your Holy Spirit tell me there's, there's a few maybe who today's the day. Pastor Ron and I were talking and he said, felt like somebody was supposed to respond last week, and I, I did too. So Lord, this week, maybe somebody's supposed to come forward and respond. It's all up to you, Jesus. You, you speak to their hearts. You give them the boldness. And so, even if we're sitting here and we start going through these baptisms and you're like, oh, I just can't stand it anymore. It's, it's my day. Get up here. Don't wait. So we talked about baptism. Let's go back to talking about Halloween again. Um, because this is an amazing opportunity, trick or treat bash, the coastal trick or treat bash. Um, this is gonna be an opportunity for people to come to our campus. Um, we're not doing the typical church trunk or treat that every church does. We're going to, we're going to celebrate um, people coming together and celebrate the fact that we have a bazillion doors on our campus. Okay, I always wondered why God created so many doors on this campus. Um, it's so that we could have this event, um, Trick or Treat Bash. So here's what it's about. October 27th, mark your calendars. There's a QR code, I want you to sign up. We need you to sign up for this because we need people to host, we need people to be involved. October 27th, 5 to 8 p.m. at Coastal Community Church. Bring your whole family to join us for an unforgettable night of celebration of tricks, treats, and community spirit. Dress up in your costumes and join us for the first annual Trick or Treat Bash at Coastal Community Church. Featuring multiple doors, and by multiple we mean a bazillion, for trick or treating, picture perfect moments at our themed photo opportunities and a lineup of thrilling bounce houses. All right guys, we need your help because we need you to be ready to, we need you to be ready to host the door. If you're friendly, man, we really need you. If you're like really uh, not that friendly, um, just bring candy, okay? We need, bring candy, okay? But if you're friendly, we need you to host a door. We have lots of doors to host. Um, and I, could you, uh, Marie, where'd you go, Marie? There you are. Uh, Marie's right back here. Marie is the coordinator of this event. It was her and her husband's idea. And uh, what an amazing idea it is because this event is gonna get people who are far from God right here. This is gonna be like an open house. They're gonna come in here. They're gonna park over here, come in here. They're gonna check in. We're gonna get to... We're gonna get to love them and we're gonna say, hey, welcome, you know, and we'll give them a map and that little punch card thing. She's got all kinds of crazy plans, okay? You gotta talk to her, there's good stuff happening. 
and then they're, they're gonna come into this room to check in and they're gonna see it like this. And they're gonna see like, ooh, this church doesn't look boring, right? This church is loving. And just maybe they'll be curious enough to decide to come back the next Sunday or to come to Coastal Students or to be a part in some other way. So guys, we need you to sign up. So I want you, we have the QR code here. We also have an iPad back there. You can sign up. Miss Sylvie's back there. Uh, Marie will be back there by the jack-o'-lanterns in the back <laughs> in church. And uh, she's gonna be back there ready to talk to you about this. But um, I wanna just pray God's dedicating pray God's dedication over this entire church. Father, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for how you have painted through all these years, how you have painted a beautiful tapestry of believers, how you've allowed me to be a part of this. Lord, I'm humbled. So Lord, I pray over our church. We pray over each and every uh, vision item that we've thrown way out there, the, the, the inmates being able to watch church online anytime they want or any time they have their iPads. Lord, we pray that you would use those moments to bring them to you, to give them hope. We pray for this trick-or-treat bash. We pray that we would use this for us to reach people who maybe not, you know, maybe have never even gotten inside of a church in this decade. Let us love on them, let their lives be changed. And we pray, Father, over this opportunity to have a Christian counselor operating here on our campus. May you bring hope and healing through this opportunity. We, we hand all this over to you because we can't do it without you. Because it isn't our church. <laughs> it's your church, our responsibility. We get to paint, but only through your power. Lord, thank you, in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening, and we hope you were blessed by today's teaching. We would love to connect with you, and here are some ways you can connect with us. You can submit a prayer request, find a life group, or check out some of the upcoming events at sebastianchurch.com. Join us here again for the next episode.